I watched the clip on Twitter over and over again as this person nimbly peeled away uh, petals of a pineapple by using those little thingies on the outside of it. And I stared and finally got the revelation that I had been doing it wrong all along. And I never understood the purpose for those little prickly parts on the outside of the pineapple. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into talking about unlocking your purpose code. I'll see you then. Yesterday, I talked about tenacity and grit, and I gave you a quick rundown of keywords used to describe tenacity to help set up what I wanted to highlight in that uh, that time we spent together. And there was this one word that I did not go into as much because I knew I wanted to give it its proper uh, positioning and highlight. And today happens to be that day. And that word is purpose. So let's get into it because as I am continuing to grow in this wisdom walk right alongside you guys, I'm learning that there are some things about wisdom that, wow, (laughs) let me just say, wisdom requires some attention and purpose is it, it, it has so many different facets to it. That's why I think we get this lifetime to explore it. Okay, so the first thing is, I'm just going to talk about those keywords that I've been honing in on with regards to wisdom and to purpose. And um, today I want to come at it a different way uh, to look at a little snippet. So if you'll allow me, I want to tell you a quick little story uh, of a myth that has come, uh, that, that, was around to describe wisdom. And so here we go. Wisdom uh, was denoted as the goddess Sheshet. And Sheshet was an Egyptian goddess. And she was, her name means she who scrivens. As the goddess of wisdom, she was also the goddess of writing and knowledge. And she was a scribe and record keeper for the pharaohs. She was also the measurer of their lifespans and even their lands. And one of the things that I didn't realize um, as I went back, you know, you know how you have times when you'll go over something, you'll research it, and you only see one, not one thing, but you see certain things. But then when you come back and review it, you see something totally different. And maybe because um, I was not, um, I didn't have this particular bit in my repertoire. And that is a book that I've I've kind of been working my way through kind of slowly because it's a a book that I want to marinate on and um, get used to. And the book is called The Code Book. And like I said, I've been reading it. And The Code Book is... um, The Science of Secrecy from Ancient Egypt to Quantum Cryptography by Simon Singh. And I'll drop the the link into the show notes. But one of the things that um, I noticed with the code book, and it was also mentioned in the book Homo Deus, and, and that is 
writing and how it evolved used to be, it started off as an accounting system. So it was, we, we started out with digits uh, to mean numbers and those types of things, because prior to that, most things were pictographic, um, your hieroglyphs and those types of things. But then when they started doing ticks and stuff, it was not just to denote numbers, but to give census and uh, to be able to have an accounting for the holdings, the peoples, the regions, the lands that the kings were overseeing. And as more people were trained to become scribes, and as you had this goddess of wisdom and knowledge and writing, uh, I guess disseminating wisdom, people started learning that you could send uh, encrypted notes and messages uh, to kings. And uh, I like the history of the code book because it talks about how the how the scribes would put certain things in the text because kingdoms of that time, uh, the kings ruled over many lands and many tongues and peoples. And so if one scribe was sending a note to another one to uh, officials or something there, they were actually writing the notes to the scribe that was going to relay the message, not to the king for the message to be read aloud. And so there were certain little things they would put in there. Sometimes they would put hidden messages of, you know, everyday stuff of how they were doing, if they had a, a new baby and all these different things. And that's when it clicked to me that writing was communicative writing, I should say, was the first code. It, it was the first encryption that happened because the everyday person, a lot of times, even the king could not read. They they were not, that was not their job. They had people call scribes, that that was their job to work. So think of the scribes or even uh, the goddess Shashet as a, a, a programmer, a coder. And boom, that just opens up a lot. And I've been talking about wisdom as we do on this channel and how recently wisdom has really been working with me on starting to understand, pick up and look at signs, symbols, patterns and trends. And I was like, wow. And so it's starting to make more sense because this is another way of looking at code. Okay, so now that you've let me tell you a little bit about uh, Shashet and how she was the master coder, she was also she's also the master code breaker because as wisdom spreads, more people become privy to it, and thus more people learn how to have knowledge and understand writing and that kind of thing. Uh, think about it as you continue to grow and learn. And say, for instance, you you read books or you pick up, and I don't I don't know that this happens to you, but I remember picking up books that I was forced to read in high school and college that now. I read them for pleasure and they make total sense. And I'm like, what happened between then and now? Only to realize that because I have gotten a wider breadth of things in my database, that wisdom is able to uh, have more to work with so that I have a better understanding, a better comprehension of what's going on. Okay. So we've talked about that. Now 
let me talk a little bit about this whole purpose thing. And like I said before, I'm really going to just, I'm not going to do the etymology of it or any of that kind of stuff, but I'm just going to make sure that we're all on the same page. So when we talk about purpose, we talk about uh, the reason for something's existence. Uh, what is to be done or what it what it's made for, how it's to be used. And part of wisdom, as uh, I'm learning it now, is that, and I believe it was Socrates that this has been attributed to, based on the Oracle of Delphi naming him the wisest person in Greece, um, is that wisdom is understanding and knowing the why of a thing. And so when you look at purpose and you look at its definition, it gives toward having an understanding of the wisdom of why you're here. Um, W.E. Du Bois, and I'm going to mangle this because um, I'm just going to talk about the spirit of what he said. But W.E. Du Bois, uh, in his book, The Souls of Black Folks, he talks about uh, smarts and wisdom and he, he talks about how we should not give more credit to, to smarts. We should not ever think that having a lot of education and intelligence based on what people think as a collection of information and facts should ever supersede wisdom. Because wisdom always outweighs all of that. And so in hierarchical uh precedence and understanding, you have wisdom above information and knowledge. And like I said before, my fourth um, episode of uh, this podcast dealt with that because those were the foundations that I wanted to make sure I I stood on as I continued to go uh, on this pathway with you guys. Okay. So We've talked a little bit of Shashet and Shashet being the goddess of wisdom, writing, knowledge. We've talked a little bit about purpose and purpose means you understand the reason for something's existence, what it was made to do, what it can do and how it is to be used. And then we talked a little bit more about what wisdom is versus what it isn't. And one of the things that can be said about it is that wisdom above knowledge is understanding the why of something. Whereas knowledge and facts and and, and intelligence and smarts can tell you what something is, wisdom can tell you why. So going back to my pineapple example in the A part, um, I can tell you before before that uh, viral video, I could tell you that pineapple was a um, a sweet fruit, uh, a tropical fruit. I could tell you that uh, it had a uh, fibrous core down the middle, and that uh, I could even tell you, based on what we know, that the pineapple is a variation of various fruits that have been assembled, but. I would not been, have been able to tell you why its outer, its exterior looked the way it did. And so that was a part that was lacking for me. As best I could tell, it was just like a prickly little fruit uh, for protection. I did not realize that the reason why its outside was made 
as it was, was to help the person better break off the individual little fruits uh, using those little cute engineered handles to strip them away. And you could really only do that when the pineapple is ripe. And it would cleanly tear away from that internal fibrous core. And so it was an engineering feat of uh, eloquence um, that once you knew the why behind it, you could have a greater appreciation for that pineapple by understanding its outer, I mean, its exterior's purpose. You see how powerful that is? All right. So I want to go on and talk a little bit about how to start unlocking your purpose code. And the purpose code to me at this particular time, because as y'all can tell, wisdom is ever evolving. The purpose code to me is kind of like the catalyst or the activator. And when I was uh, looking through some things, meditating on it and even making notes about purpose, because I actually find myself here again, uh, feeling like my purpose is being updated, upgraded, software downloads and installs and the whole gamut. I was like, wow, isn't that something? So going back to yesterday when I was looking at uh, or talking to you guys about tenacity, um, while I was doing that, I had a wisdom smack that I had to make notes about. And that was that when uh, we consider the word tenacity, part of its definition is purpose. And so looking at tenacity that we know it's perseverance, it's persistence, it's concentration and focus um, and all of those things. And I'm like, why would purpose be in there? And it dawned on me that the reason why we sometimes have a hard time understanding why are we here? Why, what are we supposed to be doing? Why do we behave the way we behave? Why were we born into the family that we were born in or, or whatever it is that we have to kind of like work for it? You see, when I when I was coming up, I don't know if this was instilled in me or if it's just something I came up with, but I thought that I could find purpose. I thought that purpose would reveal itself to me, just be like, ta-da, here I am, fully formed and ready to go. And through this, this new determination to sit at the feet and learn from wisdom and be her, you know, her, her lowly servant, if you will, uh, to work within the understanding, I'm starting to learn that wisdom is always giving us signs and wonders and things if we will only open our eyes. And so going back to looking at that whole tenacity situation from yesterday, I realized that what tenacity was saying was only through consistent effort of, of doing something being focused, of giving, because remember there were two things that I looked at when we talked about tenacity with regards to uh, grit, and that was to be persistent as well as to be consistent without needing any kind of feedback. And breaking that down a little further for me, I realized that through tenacity, purpose emerges. And purpose doesn't just emerge. 
purpose emerges because you are feeding it. And in my meditative time, I started seeing purpose as this seed or even this infant that we have to nurture in order for it to have enough strength to come forward and present itself. Have you ever thought even about trying to have a conversation with a baby? You wouldn't expect that baby to be able to give you much. But if you look at that baby, that baby, just like a seed, contains everything in its DNA that it's going to need to live an entire life and hopefully a long, robust life. But everything, when it is birthed and given life, and comes on to this plane of existence, it has everything inside of it to do what it's going to do. All the potential is there. And thus, I saw purpose the same way. And I was like, well, why am I seeing purpose as a seed or a baby when purpose is there to help me to understand the reason for an existence? And then it dawned on me, as again, that there is a code to unlock this. And the code is bound in wisdom. And this wisdom, and that's why I was talking about Shashet, this wisdom is found in our approach. You know, so a lot of what I was doing before when I was trying to figure out purpose and all this kind of stuff was I was using what we would call a logical wisdom or a systematic wisdom or, you know, a metacognitive wisdom instead of using a uh, divine wisdom. And the difference is simply um, that I was thinking that A plus B has to equal C, where a divine wisdom uh, probably will have you doing circles and you never know <laughs> when one circle is going to, uh, or a completion or a rotation of a circle is going to lead you to the next one that is going to lead you to unlock something. And so when I meditated on tenacity and I meditated on perseverance and focus, and concentration and all these things, I started realizing that when we are looking at purpose, purpose, the reason for our existence, what we were put here to do on, on this plane, what we are capable of accomplishing, how we were made and meant to be used. And I, I looked at it with regards to that pineapple. I realized that until I, if it, let me just say this, until I knew what those little things were on the outside of the pineapple. To me, they had a purpose, which meant they were a tough outer protective skin for the sweet, juicy fruit of a ripe pineapple. But after I knew that they had a, another purpose or a higher purpose, the majesty of the entire fruit uh, became a work of art and engineering uh, excellence to me. And so my previous understanding of purpose for this fruit was not diminished. It was just uh, enhanced. And so I kind of gave myself a little break in that, yeah, I, you know, used to think of purpose as something that's functional, something that's logical. And now I'm able to look at 
purpose as something that's dimensional, something that adds on to itself, where I might think my purpose is this, I now have the freedom to think my purpose is that without it having to be any kind of logical linear thing, you know, being able even to probably hold some uh, juxtapositions on purpose, you know, like for instance, uh, a purpose of being able to teach and train, whereas also a purpose of uh, being able to entertain and uh, lighten someone's day. You know, those two, if I were to continue to hold my understanding of purpose and it being this logical thing of, uh, you know, if I work hard enough, I'll, I'll, I'll crack this code and I'll, I'll just boom, it'll be fully formed and not realizing that there was a divine side um, to purpose that's mystical, magical and uh, doesn't follow a linear path, I would not have been able to appreciate what uh, I was seeing about this this code to unlock uh, purpose. So let me let me use my last few minutes to talk about some. I, I know I've been talking to mystical magical, but let me use some ways to talk about uh, unlocking uh, this code. Okay. And uh, one of the things that is just, it, it's its not freaking me out, but it's like, wow, I've always had this love for the symbol of the owl. I love the fact that they can turn their heads in these weird uh, rotations. I, I, I love how they stand sentry watching things. And the thing that I really love about them is that they're able to see in the dark. And when I... Um, not when, but as I am going through unlocking my own codes to new understandings of purpose in my life, I'm taking on that in that to unlock, you, you need to be able to see in the dark because wisdom wants to show us unrelated par- ways that our purpose can grow, be nurtured and come forth. Remember, I talked about it either being a seed or a baby and It's up to us that when we go into different phases of our life or different uh, experiences that our purpose gets an opportunity to be that seed or that baby and we get to nurture it up to the point where it can then help us to understand our why and our what and our how on what we're doing at that particular time in our lives. And I'm going to tell you for one, I'm so happy now that I can, I understand that just like that pineapple, the many faceted petals of that pineapple, that that's how purpose is. Right when you think you've cracked your purpose, that's just purpose for one day, one level, one way. You have another iteration of purpose that you can crack that may or may not be related to what you thought your purpose was. But the good thing is, is they're all gonna play nice together and one is not gonna snuff the other one out because wisdom you know, has a way of finessing like that. So another thing is, um, with this whole unlocking of this code, tenaciousness, uh, perseverance, consistency means that uh, the task at hand 
it's going to have a bit of a challenge to it. And so you ha- you need to pick something. We need to pick something to aspire to. Something that's lofty, a lofty pursuit. Something that causes us to dig deep and reach high to achieve it. And that it's not low-hanging fruit. It's not going to just be like, here you go. No, because when you are uh, determined and focused and you finally figure out um, the answer, the key, it is a satisfaction when you hear that code unlock. And then this is another one. Using incremental improvements to build your ability to focus and have confidence. Now, that brings me to this big one that I, I have not, I, it might be said this way, but I have I have not until this time realized the power of it. And that is when you want to unlock the code to, and I'm going to, I should say new purpose or higher purpose or whatever, um, but it's a different purpose. <laughs> when you unlock this code, you have to have confidence and not only have it, you need to tap into the wellspring of confidence that's within you. And that goes back to being able to see in the dark because there's got to be a little bit of faith. It is kind of weird that the confidence that you need is also resident in the new purpose that you're going after. And so it's kind of like you got to take the plunge or make the leap blindsided to tap into a confidence that you will know the why of your new purpose or your updated, upgraded uh, purpose. Okay. And then here's another one. Look for the signs around you. One of the things that just continues to blow my mind is how patient our environment is with us as we're continuing to grow and learn. You guys, there are signs all around us, always pointing to our next step, our next evolution, our next blessing, our next understanding. And so there is that saying that says, if you seek, you shall find. And that is an assurance and a little bit of confidence that you can use to help move forward, to unlock that new, and I don't want to even say potential, because purpose has a drive and a will and a force to it. But it will get you to that point where something clicks and you get to see your world in an upgraded manner. And so I know that this is not a recipe one, two, three kind of situation that we have today. You know, I love doing those, but I really kind of wanted to talk about purpose and speak and bypass your mind and speak to your heart so that uh, that part of us gets strengthened to go after the divine part of wisdom that does not make logical sense to our minds because it bypasses them to go directly to our hearts, our emotions, and our our subconscious, and even our intuition. And that brings me to the last little point I want uh, to talk about. And that is you kind of have to have a leap of faith with your intuition. And I will tell you, in our society, we have been trained to push down, ignore, and deny any type of intuition we have. But I am going to tell you, if you have ever experienced deja vu or knowing when somebody is going to call you and then they call or having a premonition that somebody is coming up behind you only to turn around and then see someone come up behind you, that is, th- those are little winks 
from your world telling you that this is one of your tools that you have. And because you have this intuition, when you start working on making being able to become sensitive to it, intuition will have you move and it'll have you move in a confidence that you trust yourself. And I believe that that is why a lot of people are feeling unfulfilled right now because they can't unlock that secret code that gets them into this level of purpose because it requires that you lose the logical step recipe one, two, three, and you operate in learning how to see in the dark, tapping into your confidence, adjusting uh, your eyes to be able to see the darkness, looking for signs invisible and that can easily be charted up to your fanciful imagination uh, to give you guidance and trusting uh, in, in yourself that you can aspire to something greater. And also making those incremental little improvements to build your ability to focus on something that looks like it's pie in the sky or it's just your imagination. But I'm going to tell you, if you take the time to, to, to do just a little bit of saying, okay, I want to unlock this purpose that I can't get to by a one, two, three. I want to unlock this potential that has a siren song call to my heart and that in the quiet still times, maybe through dreams or meditation, I hear it beckoning to me and saying, I'm here, come to me. You can use your wisdom to decide that you want to know the why and not just the what of your purpose and that why and pursuing that why with the earnestness will help you to make that leap to start being tenacious enough to go after that higher level of purpose that that showcases the divineness of uh, miracle engineering of your life where everything has a purpose and it's not just a protective layer you know so As I am winding down because my time is up, let me talk really quick again to remind you about some things you can do to unlock this. And that is uh, pick something to aspire to. Use incremental improvements to build your ability to focus. Tap into your confidence. Look for all the signs around you and adjust your eyes to be able to see in the darkness. Using wisdom to go past the what is my life about and to understand why am I here? What am I made to do? And how can I be used? So yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivett, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to support us. Check the show notes and use our Amazon link at michellespivett.com forward slash AMZ. And I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, 
please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.